Greetings and welcome to The Actor and The Actuary. We're just two guys in opposite states talking about our careers, our life, and completely two different worlds as we try to figure out what the heck's going on, who we are, what we're doing, and if it means something. I love it. That was pretty much just right on cue. Um, folks, thank you for listening in. Here we are. You're welcome. <laughs> What are you drinking? Yeah, yeah, what are you yeah. drinking? What are you 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 drinking? Uh, right here, I've got a Mai Tai. It's a classic Hawaiian delicacy. Oh man, you nailed that! I used to, I used to bartend, and we would one of our specialty drinks was the Olu Passion Mai Tais. Ooh, this is a blood orange Mai Tai for the record. So it, it looks like a blood orange. I yeah. am uh, also drinking something kind of orange. It's mm. a whiskey Coke. Ooh. Yeah, I guess maybe there's some orange in there. I don't know that I would call that orange, but whiskey uh, coke—that's pretty classic. What, what kind of whiskey? Bullet. The bullet. A little bullet rye. Bullet rye sounds delicious. It is delicious. But Jeff, don't don't try to get me off topic here. Um, I seem to remember a few weeks ago you have some incomplete homework. I had to give you an I. Um, so I gave you an extension. Have you completed your homework on whimsy at this point? I have. Yeah, actually, uh, I did it this last week. Thanks for checking in. Um, I So I kind of took what you did a little bit, not going to lie. I used some uh, cushions off the couch, uh, threw them on the ground, but I built a fort with my Ooh. daughter. Ooh. And instead of just doing story time on the couch, we did story time under the couch in a fort, blankets, animals and all. And it was a uh, it was like baffling to her. She was like, we're under this blanket. And like, it was the coolest thing. And, um, it was actually really helpful to remember that you can be spontaneous and different in the way you do your everyday morning reads or your everyday, whatever, um, by just spicing it up and showing a little whimsy and going out of the way. It took a little bit to build that thing. And she was no help. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we crawled underneath a bunch of blankets and towels and under the cushions and brought all of the animals, literally every single animal she possibly had, brought them in and we read some books. Yeah, it's awesome. doesn't take much and I'm, it made her night and you know what? She'll, she'll probably remember that for a long time. Yep, absolutely. Cool. Well, way to be whimsical. Keep it up. Well, Jeff, this is actually the perfect time to let you know that we got our first Instagram tag from a follower of ours. Oh, that's right. Um, we got a tag from none other than the child rearing slash snack dispensing coordinator. Child rearing specialist slash snack dispenser coordinator. And it's on this exact same topic. Um, she just listened to our podcast on whimsy mm-hmm. and decided to uh, also do her own whimsical uh, action for her kids. Oh. So she put up tons of Christmas lights in the living room, got uh, glow sticks for the bath, a couple of boxes of their favorite blueberry muffin mix, and the kids loved it. So she took an ordinary day and made it an extraordinary day with some whimsy. So thank you for the tag, uh, child rearing slash snack dispensing coordinator. And yeah. thanks for showing that whimsy. Child rearing specialist slash snack dispenser coordinator. Aaron, 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 what are we talking about tonight? Jeff, let's talk about childhood. All right. Let's let's talk about our childhoods. Let's talk about our children's childhoods. Let's talk about everyone's childhoods. All right. Mm -hmm. Jeff, do you remember making forts in your childhood? 
Uh, actually, yes. Um, I made a ton of snow forts. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we I lived in a cul-de-sac and growing up, the, you know, the snow pile would come in and, and, you know, rip open the all the snow out of the center and it would build these huge walls on the outside of the cul-de-sac. So my neighbors uh, w- and I would go out there and we would just dig tunnels through these large mounds of snow and build these like huge, massive, almost igloo type snow forts. It was amazing. You didn't get the uh, whole, you're going to suffocate if you build that from your parents? <laughs> no, actually, we okay. were very like encouraged. So, yeah, 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 just go out and do it. Um, I guess we they had a lot of faith in our architectural skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, maybe now, now being parent, I can see it. Like, yeah, go play outside in the snow. That'd be great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> go but have I'm, fun. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm thinking like, man in the Midwest, you can kind of do that, especially if we lived in like a real safe neighborhood on a cul-de-sac. And I'm thinking, I got to send my kid in the back out here in California. I don't think I could, I mean, granted we don't have snow, but I'm not going to send my kid in the front on a street to be like, Hey, yeah, just go play out there. Mm. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, I mean, I think it's not only location, but I think times have changed. Um, you know, obviously I also grew up in the Midwest. Why are we calling it that? It's the bold North. Um, and I remember in elementary school, I would bike to my friend's house. My friend was not like down the block. My friend was miles away. Right. And I, that would not, I mean, I'm assuming that would not fly in LA. Um, Definitely not. No, yeah, you and, can go maybe to the edge of the driveway and I'll hold your hand <laughs> and you're 12 <laughs> at this point. Right. Right. Well, I, I don't think that would fly here anymore either. Like that. I just don't see that happening. So it might be somewhat the times have changed too. I mean, I would bike some days to elementary school. I remember, you know, not all the time, but there were certain days where I would bike all the way there. And from my place all the way to Rice Lake Elementary, that was a few miles. And I, I don't remember why that was okay, but, you know, it seemed to be just fine in the Bold yeah, North. Bold North. Same with me. I remember biking to my elementary school. Yeah, that was, again, three or four miles. But <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like that just would not happen anymore. So, and, and now, you know, of course, whenever anyone builds one of those snow caves, you hear, don't, don't do that. The snow could pile in on yeah, you. Yeah. You yeah. could die. So, yeah, it feels like there's a little bit more of a fear based culture. I don't know. That just is my interpretation. Again, I'm out in the Wild West. I think, like, if you go back even further, yeah, it seems like it's just like a narrative through time. Like, people just are accepting less and less risk for kids mm. like mm. i think it probably you go back to the 20s i mean you know you got all those kids sitting on the high beam of that skyscraper eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich so <laughs> you know what i'm talking about that yeah picture? <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about yeah so I, that probably wouldn't have been acceptable when we were growing up either so no no things change <laughs> probably yeah. for the better some safety measures yeah, but I, uh, I guess I don't, I don't, you know, you have to have a situation pop up where a kid is maybe suffocated or it's been a collapse of snow cave on them. But right. I, I didn't feel like it was ever unsafe. I felt like it was pretty cool. I mean, you'd have the occasional, like it would collapse, a wall would collapse, but it was never something that you couldn't get out of. It's probably a very low chance of anything bad actually happening. Are there any songs, you know, kid songs, either now or previously as Hank's been growing that you've had to listen to over and over and over again that have just put a bad taste in your mouth on that song? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so many. Um, You know, I do. He 
he started listening to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even though he's never seen an episode mm. of that. And he loves that song. That one's I kind of like because it's kind of nostalgic for me. But uh, PJ Masks, are you aware of PJ Masks? Not yet. Okay. Well, it is a, you know, it's a superhero show where at night the kids in their PJs go fight the bad guys. And he, yeah, he's listened to every PJ Masks song there is like on repeat. And he always says that he, he's, he's memorized that he goes, whenever he asks us to play a song, he says on repeat, on repeat, <laughs> so he knows what on repeat is. And yeah, so all of those songs, uh, I would be fine never hearing them again. Yeah. Do you have some? Well, I've, yeah, you know, they go through phases, right. As the mm. age. So like for a while, you know, early age, it was itsy bitsy spider, um, and gosh, it's like one of those that you're singing over and over again. And, and she just loved it, but that gravitated towards old McDonald had a farm, which I think we're like now officially out of, I can say, or at least Ooh, mostly congrats. out of, I mean, it was driving me crazy. And that thing, the, the one on Amazon is only like a minute 30. So it's not even like, you don't get a whole, you just repeat and repeat and repeat. That's the worst when the song is less than a minute. I know. And it just, it's like, come on, couldn't you have made it a little long? She's now in the phase of like playlists. So she'll just say Elmo and Elmo means like the entire Elmo playlist, but she's opinionated. She's like, no, no, mm-hmm. no, nope. And then she'll like get five seconds in and she'll want to skip it. And I'm like, okay, we got it. We got it. You know, you're going to listen to the entire song mm-hmm. before we skip. So that's been a little tricky to navigate. Cause I don't want her to be going through this like 10 second period of each song. Yeah. No. And Henry is that same way. Yep. He, he, he wants the playlist and same thing. No, no, I don't want that one. Yeah. I don't want super gecko muscles. I want go gecko go. <sighs> okay. <laughs> sure. And the, those are the ones where you're like shuffling. So you're like trying to find that song. So you're like, click, 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 click. We have Amazon music at our house. Yeah. Same. Never introduced him to that. Yeah. We've said that before. <laughs> we've definitely yeah. said that. Before. And that's the other two, like the concern, you know, I, I say it's a concern. I mean, it's music. Who knows? But um, is the, like the attention span thing, you know, there's all these thoughts of, I don't want to have them click through, click through, click through. Then their attention span, they can't hold it very long. And the same, mm-hmm. you know, equates to shows, in my opinion. You know, we, we've just started really introducing shows to her. And um, she's taken to Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Mickey Mouse is good. And if you can ever get her on Daniel Tiger, that is a good one, too. I really we, I, we've definitely gone through it. She's watched full episodes, but she just doesn't like it the way she likes Mickey Mouse. So question, if there is someone listening to this that doesn't have kids, would you recommend that they uh, go ahead and watch an episode of Daniel Tiger? <laughs> that they don't have kids? Yeah. No. I <laughs> oh, mean, okay. well, maybe. It's not good maybe. enough for an adult to watch? I mean, come on. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Let's go. Watch Ted Lasso. I mean. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You don't know it's... what Ted Lasso is? No, oh, my gosh. The best feel-good show of apple tv just go watch it oh somebody was telling me about this this weekend and i'm like yeah who has apple tv i definitely do not have. you can go to apple tv and get like a 12 month free subscription 12 month yeah mine's like got six months left still i haven't paid a dime wow but then i have to remember to cancel it well okay well then just come up with a system anyway this is this is like the hacker this is like the hacker hacker he you know does this all oh yeah you can get a free fill in the blank by going jumping through all these hoops and like canceling all this stuff i do that all the time oh i hate that i play the credit card game oh it's uh, great so thinking back to when you were a kid you know mm-hmm. you're we're talking about ever and henry and how they're listening 
to songs and watching shows. Is there anything that like, do you remember that part of your childhood, the watching shows or listening to music or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, we, I remember, you know, watching a lot of cartoons, my brother, um, we'd get home from school or, or that kind of thing. We just really would enjoy I, even like something like Rugrats, you know, I would watch Rugrats. I would watch Doug. I would watch, um, you know, a lot of those good shows. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, yeah. but then there was like those, and again, my parents didn't like restrict a ton of stuff. I just remember them saying like, don't watch the Simpsons. And, <laughs> and it was what, and there was one that we just didn't watch. Why are you laughing? I don't see you. I don't see why you don't watch. I mean, the Simpsons were great. <laughs> you watched the Simpsons as a kid? Oh, come on. You know, I did. Yes, I was. We were big Simpsons fans. And um, the funny part about that is my parents were a little protective about what we would watch and what we'd listen to. Um, like, for example, we were not allowed to watch Aladdin. Oh, <laughs> the Disney movie Aladdin. You know, there, there was definitely some rules in place. Yet Simpsons uh, was able to to get through. And that's just because my dad loved it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you look back at them and it's, they're funny episodes. Oh, they are funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, funny, funny story. I have met the voice of Bart Simpson. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Do you know? It's a girl, of, right? Yeah. Nancy Cartwright. For those of you who don't know, Bart Simpson is played by a female. Uh, she actually went in and you'll have to help me with the name for the sister role. What was the sister's name? Lisa. Yeah. She went in for Lisa and she basically, Nancy said to the casting directors, um, yeah, no, I'm going to read for Bart. And they're like, Bart's guy. And she's like, I know, um, I have a take on him and that's who I gel with. So I'm going to do it. And she booked the part and here she is all these seasons and years later, um, famous Bart Simpson voice. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, next time you hear Bart's voice, you'll probably just like picture Nancy saying it. Isn't that crazy? It blew my mind at the time. No, yeah, I know. I I never would have thought it was uh, his voice was a was a woman's. Um, but do do you do that when you like when you know? Well, maybe you just we've been through this. I know you know actors obviously way better than I do. But when you know that somebody is playing a particular part, like in an animated feature or something, do you picture them instead of the animated character? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, I think if there's like a a knowledge of them. You know, when I watch, for example, Toy Story, let's just take that. Of course, I'm going to think of Tom Hanks as Woody. Like, I just will. I, I love Tom Hanks. But you get... You mer- I was going to use Toy Story as the example, too, but I was going to say Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Buzz, yeah, of course. Lightyear. And you can say one or the other. And you're going to have that in your the back of your mind. But at times, you're just going to get immersed in the story. And hopefully, you do. And you forget about their voice. But when there's some kind of a you know acknowledgement of, man, I really like Tom Hanks, or it's a super obvious voice... Or even in the newest Toy Story, Forky is played by Tony Hale. Uh, Tony Hale, you know, is... Uh, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. He's gone to my church uh, for years. And I don't know him personally, but like you see him all the time. And so there's just like this, you know, acknowledgement of, oh, that's Tony. That's why it's nice to, you know, not know actors as much. <laughs> what other uh, memories do you have, you know, things that you've done growing up, you know, as a child that were impactful for you? I remember my neighborhood would always have, uh, we would have, uh, like night games. Yeah. Night games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like we do, uh, like ghosts in the graveyard Loved and it. Same. stuff like that. And then we do day games too. So we do kick the can a lot. Mm-hmm. That was a big mm-hmm. one. 
Um, and maybe I'm just not in the right kind of neighborhood that does that now, but it just seems like that would not happen anymore. I'm sure there's yeah. neighborhoods still doing that, right? I, I hope so. I mean, it was such a huge, you know, a big impact in my life was the night games. You know, we would also play Ghost in the Graveyard. We'd play, you know, uh, we had the three like uh, electric meter boxes out, you know, in the yard. And that would be like the bases. And it was, oh, it was like a hide and go seek. It was hide and go seek with bases. And so everybody would go in and hide. And there would be like two people who were it and they would have to patrol the entire neighborhood. And your goal was to get from wherever you were hiding in the, in the cul-de-sac to that base uh, oh. before being tagged. I mean, that was a, one of our favorite games because it would be everywhere. And then like, once you were tagged, then you were on the team of taggers. And um, I, I hope that all these kids are still getting an opportunity to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was great. I mean, it was great. Cause you got to spend out time, uh, time outside. You got to, you just, you know, be social with lots of people. And there's a lot of independence there too, because I remember it was like, my parents would say, you have to unload, unload the dishwasher or load the dishwasher mm-hmm. after dinner or whatever. And then you can go. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I just got to do it myself. Like it was my decision. I got to go and, yep. um, you know, and I think they're probably, if that's probably how I got a lot of my independence, that yeah. was like the first opportunity to do that. Yeah. And there was like a, a responsibility to it, you know, and I think every family had their own time of when that kid was due back inside, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, there was uh, specific whistles. I remember of certain neighbors, um, who, you that, know, you, you knew. Yeah. Is that Carrie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carrie, if you're listening, you, we need a moniker. Um, you know, I told I, her about this podcast and she says she has no time for podcasts. So. Well, whatever. So I'm going to do it anyway, <laughs> but this was there. This was Carrie's and uh, Brent's whistle. Carrie, time to come in. And uh, you knew at that point in time that they were out of the game. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it was it was fun. All those kinds of things, you know, were were very impactful. You know, you had that independence outside playing. And even now, again, I don't know if you could do this now, but we would play war, my neighbors and I, and we would like bring all of our plastic guns and knives and grenades and all these like war toys. And we'd run out into the woods and we would like pretend that we were in the middle of war, which is like bizarre. But, uh, and we would just like fight and pretend to like play in the woods. And that was like our own imagination. And actually at times I would start to bring the, my video camera out there and I would like record us like in war and all that kind of stuff. And I've always just like had that camera in my hand, but Ooh, that's um, how you got that. That's how you got your start. Yeah. Out there. Absolutely. In showbiz. Yeah. That's, I don't know if that would be kosher today playing war, but I mean, they got to do something, I mean, whatever kids play call of duty. What's, what's the difference? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably just, you're getting more exercise. I mean, yeah. we would, and, and like the day games that you talk about, we would play sports all the time, whether it be kickball in the cul-de-sac mm-hmm. or I lived on a pond. We played pond hockey all day and even some at night and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's fun. That's really awesome. This, this friend of mine that lived a few miles away, he lived right next to a basketball court. So I, I remember I would go and like, these were busy roads that I would, that I would bike on. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'd bike there. I'd stop at the gas station and this is terrible. I would, they always had a deal at this gas station. You could get two 20 ounces of surge for a buck. <laughs> so I'd oh go God. get $2 worth of surges, which oh, yes, that wow. is 80 ounces. And I'd meet my friend at the, uh, at the basketball court and we just play basketball all day. And like, that was awesome and probably really bad for me, but <laughs> that's funny. But I uh, just, you know, like even going out and, and like buying stuff on my own, like yeah. that was probably my first 
time that I was able to do oh, that. Oh, wow. Too. Yeah. You actually just reminded me. I would go. So in Maple Grove, you probably remember this over kind of by Baker Square, Taco Bell, all that whole area. There was a, a card place called Shinders um, where you could Wait, buy sports cards. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I would bike from my place multiple miles down to Shinders, either alone or with a neighbor. And we just go buy cards, Yep. you know, spend my allowance, put them in yep. my pocket and ride back. And like, that was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That feels like that you cannot do that anymore why uh, i don't know there's unwholesome people out there i guess yeah it's really yeah. unfortunate i know i know it is makes me like want to move to the country so you know what you could do you could move to the wild west there are parts of the wild west that intrigue me um la not necessarily no 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 <laughs> don't come to la i'll tell you that right now but if you want to come to like northern california Oh yeah. I would highly consider moving next to you. Yeah. That, I mean, I, I've, I've been up there. It is, it's beautiful up there. So wait, are you guys considering? Um, I mean, you know, we are looking to move, so. Um, are you really? Uh, you know, just, <laughs> just a few miles, but well, you know, maybe. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, just shut it. So we have all these memories, you know, as we're kids and things that we think, well, I don't know if you could do that today, but what, what are the memories that you're creating today? Yeah. I think the, the first one that comes to my mind is the obvious one. Cause I, I really, obviously everyone who listens to this knows I love the boundary waters and now we've taken Henry there twice yep. and he just loves it. He lo- like, he just loves being there, throwing rocks into the water, sleeping in the tent, waking up, making pancakes over the fire in the morning. And like it, it's, it's magical to him. And yeah. I love that. Like, I just love that. He's going to, he's going to grow up thinking that that's a magical place mm-hmm. and, and, he loves that. Um, and then maybe another one is taking him to water parks. Like he loves that too. Loves going down water slides and just like, you know, talk about whimsy water parks. The reason they're so fun is they are whimsical, you know, like they're all these colors and all these crazy things that should not be normally happening, happening. And like, imagine being a little four-year-old experiencing all that. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. And so like he, is just growing up and seeing just the fun, whimsical things that can be out there. Um, And so I guess my hope is that those memories stick with him and that he is able to find that fun and that whimsy in, um, in whatever he's doing in life. Yeah. There's something about being outside, which is like one of my daughter's favorite words right now is outside, you know, Mm. cause she wants to live out there, you know, she wants to live in a swing or just, you know, we've been traveling a lot and and being, we spent a lot of time in pools recently and she loves pools. She loves swimming. She's like a fish, you know, she would, she would spend as much time as she could in the pool or the ocean. She just enjoys it. And we're, uh, we're actually building a pool in our backyard right now. And so the workers are out there digging and, and building and she just stands at the window and just pointing and says, pool, pool, pool. <laughs> she just loves it. And so I think that's something that I want to make sure the memories we're creating are outside based, our activity based, because that's what we just basically talked about. We talked all, all the things that are in our memories. We're outside, we're riding bikes, we're playing sports, we're playing night games, we're, you know, doing all these things, but all of them were outside. And those are all mm-hmm. the things that I remember. I mean, I don't, yeah. I mean, I watched shows and cartoons, but those aren't the things that I remember the way I remember my outside fun. And I want to make sure that I'm really pouring into ever to be able to experience that in the safe way that it needs to be out here. But, um, I'm not against watching shows. I think there's a lot of good shows out there. I think so. My sister-in-law, Kylie, she, uh, she has her own kid show called Kylie makes it. Kylie makes it. 
and uh, she and my brother are, are they've you know made a huge following in less than a year they have you know over nine million views and um, they've got a, a big thing happening because it's it's long formed it's based out of creativity and building and and doing artwork and being outside and all of the stuff that gets kids moving and I think movement and outside activities are something that kids will remember it's it's in their body they're they're swimming or they're playing on a bike or they're going to the boundary waters and I think that's something that we're really actively trying to do I think outside to me is like real life and it's how we were meant to experience life. And that's probably why kids love it so much. And actually Henry reminds me, I, I bet ever does this too. Every time we're outside, he reminds me of something else that's cool about outside that I've forgotten about. Like mm. he'll show me these little rocks that I would not notice. Yeah. And he's like, these are cool. I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess they are kind of cool. Or look at this flower or look at this thing, look at this thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, as the world goes to a more of a digital, <laughs> a digital uh, environment uh it really m makes me want to cherish the outdoors and make sure that mm. you know that my kids have that same um admiration and connection to the outdoors yeah and i think outdoor activities take intentionality and time they take more time you have to you have to invest in your kid to be like gosh i can't sit and do my work in front of my computer or i can't do this other thing or make my grocery list or whatever, because I'm going to be outside on a swing. And all my daughter's going to want to do is, you know, listen to Elmo playlists while she's swinging or whatever it is. But like, there's an activity outside that takes you away from the thing that you need to do inside. And that's, that's the, you know, the sacrifice as a parent. And there's nothing against putting a show on. I, I do it. Everybody no, you gotta does do it. it. You got to yeah. do it. You have to for your own mental capacities and mm -hmm. certain things that you need to get done in the day. But at the same time, if you have the ability to get outside, go on a short trip or go on a day trip or take mm -hmm. a walk or go play sports or something, the kids want that, whether they can voice it or not, they, they need it. And yeah. that's what, and that's what they're going to, remember. And that's the kind of thing too. You're like, well, it's just, a, she's just one. That's the thing we talked about in previous episodes, that implicit memory, whether they remember that specific thing, it's embodied in them. It's in their mind, this love and excitement about being outdoors. Um, and I think that's really important to pour into. Yep. I think, yeah, sometimes, you know, even if kids say they want to watch a show, if you, if you instead offer to play with them, I think they're going to choose that, you know, yeah. nine, nine times out of 10. You know what you could do, Aaron? Here's some homework. Mm, all right. Uh, and I'll do this too, but let's all write down five things outside that you could do with your child over the next couple of weeks. Five okay. different things that, you know, they don't have to be extreme. It could be going to the park or go to a swing or go to a pool, whatever it is for you, write down five things. And over the next two weeks, do them. Well, it Done. doesn't even, it doesn't even have to be five. If it's just two out of five or three, do some of them, but write down five and what works in the schedule, do them, do what you can outdoors. I like it. Except let's expand this homework to all of our listeners. If they do indeed have kids. Um, and yeah, let us know if you ever, if you got some good ideas, uh, you know, drop us a line, the actor in the x-ray gmail.com. Uh, if you drop us a line with some ideas, uh, one of us will, will try it. Oh yeah. So that's a great idea. All right. Well, thanks for talking childhood. Um, and let's make it an ongoing conversation as we it. are bringing up our little ones. <laughs> <laughs>